0: It's Todd uh, coming to you from the Verona Sports and Spiritual Library here in my apartment, and I am on I'm on uh, part B here for the Rangers, so it's just going to be a little bit of a a uh, little bit of a it's more of a breakdown here, and then I'm going to go through the prospects too. You know, um, I was I was talking about the Mobile Bears, and I could forget forgot Willie McCovey stretch, and he might be the best one from Mobile. Um, you know, unbelievable, unbelievable area back then, unbelievable, uh, unbelievable the way they worked to get to where they got because of their, such uh, a, such a poor name, such a poor city back then, you know, there's too many of those guys that were going to be, uh, rocket scientists, let's put it that way, so anyways. That was the uh, that was the way it was back then. That's that's the uh, that was the fun of the whole thing. Watching those guys come in and and play and bust up the in the Negro League. Uh you had Satchel Page back then too, who's Swimmobile. And I believe that I wanna say Billy Bruton was there too, the, Former Braves center fielder, and um, extraordinary. Another guy back then that was from there too was uh, Monty Urban of the Giants. So, now that I got to go on about that, let's go on to Travis Janikowski. He's 31 years old. Bats left, throws right. Six-two-one ninety. Nothing but a, he's a fill-in. Okay, that's. He went to sunny Stone, Stony Brook College, and That's uh, in New York, I believe. The S.U. is for Syracuse University in New York, or something like that. I know the N.Y. is for New York. Um, I've heard of it, but you know, it's just something that. And he's—he's in he's another area that, that uh, turns out ballplayers too. I know he says he was born Lancaster. I don't know if he's from there or not. But uh, man, last, Lancaster, Pennsylvania has turned out a lot of good ballplayers. And you know, it's—it's it's very I much an Amish community there. And you know, I really—I uh, really enjoy listening to. Uh, to some of these guys talk about where they've come from. Um, Jankowski, hopefully can be, uh, continue to do what he's doing. He's 9 for 30 so far this year. At seven runs and two steals and no homers and five RBIs. And he's got 867 OPS. He can play a lot of different positions, too. I just want to see. I said he was from the uh, Brewer. I think he went. To, he was with the Brewers originally last year. And you know what? I might be wrong. Oh my lord! I don't know I'm going to do it myself if I'm wrong. All right. Yeah, it's pretty much just ringing up for me being wrong. <laughs> He's with Lehigh Valley last year, or 2021, and last year he was with uh, Syracuse. So... There was somebody else and that was on that team that, on Nashville, and that I was reminded of. I can't think. I, I don't think it's Jan Kowski. I thought it was Jan Kowski, but it's not him. So, you know they had uh, another guy they had too back then. Yesterday, last year was Jace, Jace Peterson, and that's what I'm probably thinking of. Just another fit. He was just a fill-in too. You know, he just had some decent, He had a decent year last year, but he's not going to find his way to Cooperstown. I can tell you that much. So, ho, ho. all right. I went flying right by some people. Um, first guy at third base, Josh Jung, and he does a good job for him. Um, he's got three home runs already. He's got a 342 OPS and 805 on base percentage. I'm sorry. 85 he's got 805 OPS on base plus slugging. This guy's got talent and he's got uh, he had five home runs last year. And 26 games, 98 at bats. And he stole two bases. Yeah, 653 OPS. He's out of Texas Tech. He was the uh, eighth overall pick in 2019. How about Texas Tech turning out some ballplayers lately? I remember them like two years ago. They were in the College World Series final game. But being from, uh, being a Texas Texas college, uh, you're able to get some ballplayers. That's for sure. They're going to be pretty good in developing. As a quill, Durant is the uh, is the next guy that I'm looking at here. And he is from San Juan de la, de la Maguana. Dominican Republic. 30-bit at-bats. He's got a uh, 433 OPS. Last year, he was, uh if you look here, last year, he was, played 58 games from twenty eight at-bats. Um, 642 OPS, and I don't know if he can steal bases or not, but I think he stole four bases last year. You know, he's he's 23 years old, he's young, he can improve. The guy that was my, is one of my favorite players in the uh, majors is, is Corey Seeger. He and his brother Kyle are uh, excellent players. He's uh he's, Dodgers picked him round one overall pick number 18. Started Concord, North Carolina, his high school was. 14 for 39 this year, and homers and four RBIs, and one 0 one zero zero seven OPS. But he is, uh, I don't know, I'm going to go see what's wrong with him. Well he's got a left hamstring strain so you know hopefully he'll only be out for a couple couple weeks or whatever and he'll be back in order Well so he'll be back in the lineup, and he's got that. He's got such good power, and and uh, he's a great. He's a good hitter, that's for sure. You know the Dodgers miss him this year. I you know. I know that. They got Miguel. They got Miguel. Probably uh, the guy from a The guy they got the guy from Miami, and uh, he's not exactly setting the world on fire over there. So, you know, he's, he's just a hell of a hitter. He's six foot four, like I said, two hundred fifteen pounds, and he's got a he's got a great uh, left-handed stroke. And I could only, I could see him just getting better. He started out in two thousand twelve as a rookie, and people uh, foaming at the mouth over him, but he's been He's had a good career. He's always he's, you know he's hits a ball. And Brad Miller's the same way. You know, like, six foot 395 pounds. And Miller's got a lot of pop in that bat. He's got a home run, four RBIs, he's got a 728 OPS. He went over to the Brewers, I remember, and uh, he couldn't touch the ball. And he came over from Tampa Bay in a trade with. It was a little bit pertinent when they gave up uh, Aguilar, who's now in Oakland, I believe. Yeah, he had had 74 bats with the Brewers, and. He struggled. Yeah, six sixty-six OPS. So they just let him go, and on he was he went. He had two home runs with the Brewers. Eight RBIs, uh, whatever RBIs or whatever to me. Six fifty-six OPS. 288 288 uh, on base and uh, 370 slugging. So he did a good job in uh, Philadelphia for him. He was with St. Louis after the Brewers had him and then uh, they let him go to uh, Philadelphia. He 8.08 808- OPS in uh, St. Louis, 142 at-bats. Philadelphia had 331 at-bats the next year, 21, 20 homers. And he had a uh, 774. Here's another point, too. He had a 227 batting average. That doesn't make any difference. We had 774 OPS. And that's the thing about this guy—he's always—he's hot or he's cold. You know, like the next year he played on and in, in with Texas in 2022, and he—he uh, he had a 590 OPS. That's just not good. Just not good. But he had seven home runs, you know, and. And he had 222 at That's Anyways. This year he's doing a little bit better, I think. So, you know, he's sitting, he's got a uh, 728 OPS. And uh, he seems to be, uh, he's got some power going on still. He's got, well, he's got he has no home runs, I don't think. Well, he might have, I anyway, know I'm summing this wrong. He's got one home run. So... He's just a good, uh, he's a good guy off the bench. He's a, he's a good pinch hitter. He can, you know, he, he can do a lot of good things for you. But you got to be patient with him because he's, uh, he's hot or he's cold. Just like I had just said before. So this, this Texas organization is a, uh, has a lot of history to it. That's for sure. Because they came over from the, they came over from the senators and, uh, when they came over from the Senators, they had baseball's best, baseball's most impressive base, best hitter trying to manage them, and he was no man, he was, he struggled managing, he really did. He got Williams, but Williams got him going the first year he was there, he was there for two years, and they uh, they fell apart the last year, but he had, he had him over 500, and he had him, I believe he had him challenging for the top spot in the uh, American League. But the thing was, they just fell apart, and then the next year they fired them because they were horrible. And uh, you know, when they when they uh, they brought in Billy and Billy Martin in the uh, seventy four season, and he had him he had him doing really well. And then he decided to go ballistic and punch somebody in the face. I believe it was their uh, traveling secretary. Uh, I think it might have been the bowling, the marshmallow salesman. That's what it was. I think they punched the guy in the face, and they got fired. And old Billy, being Billy, you know, and Billy, Billy was never afraid of uh, a Billy was never afraid of a a fight. Balling was, and he could kick the crap out of him, a lot bigger guy. <laughs> as uh, as you heard about. Uh, as we heard about, with uh, Eddie Whitson. That's what I'm trying to think of. So, anyways, on I go. So, anyways, what they had, to, you know, they had Bobby Valentine there for a manager for a while, and he was, uh, he did a good job, and he brought in quite a few of the younger players and developed them. and. But then they uh, they sent him packing too. I think it was like maybe like three or four years and uh I think he went over to uh Japan to manage. If I remember right, you know I'm I'm just saying things off the top of my skull. But uh anyways he had like Pete Inc. he had um Oldby McDowell, he had Sierra Ruben Re- Sierra, Dean Palmer, he had some big time power hitters. As time went on, and uh, that team was a lot of fun to watch. It just seemed like they're just put together by rubber band. And their, their their pitching was not very good. Uh, they had Bobby Witt back then too, and and Bobby Witt was a uh, he was a good pitcher, but his, his son's a lot better shortstop. <laughs> the thing is about Bobby Witt, Jr. is that you know, and Bobby Witt, Sr. I'm sorry, he uh, he could throw the ball like about a hundred miles an hour, and that was with the old uh, that was with the old radar guns back then. So it was like you know, back now it'd probably be about a hundred three miles an hour. And, He's so old, but he couldn't have had so many problems sitting in the strike zone. He was so erratic. And um, the pitching they had back then was, you know, Edward Correa and... Uh, Edward Correa, I believe his name is. They had him, they had one. They had uh, that guy named Jose Guzman. And, and you know, and their, their catching was not very good. They had, like, John Slot catching and... I don't know if you guys remember Gino Petrolli. And yeah, he had a uh, he had a good left handed bat off the bench. Um I'm gonna hit the I'm gonna hit the prospect with right now, but you know I just that was one of my favorite teams. It was the Rangers back then because of all those young players they had. So you know, I don't know if you guys remember Jerry Brown, the governor. And that's what they called him. he he was a decent second baseman. So it uh, what happened was, you know, they never got any they they struggled to uh hold their own in the West, but they just the A's were too freaking strong back then. They were a uh, they were a dynasty and they were just just a lot better than the Rangers were. And uh and the whales were real good too back then, so it's fun to uh it's fun to go through baseball cards too and and look at the old teams and the old uniforms and and uh the old names. So you know if you guys get a chance, get some baseball cards. You know, I mean get the get the ones that are uh, a little bit less than what was a bit what the good ones are. I don't know, my brother calls me up and tells me how much all the prices are and all you know, they're busting packed and I'm like, oh, how much are they? You know, it's 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 uh it's a different uh, it's a different time, you know. It's definitely it's a different time. It's a different era. The parks are different. The uh, the players are different. You know, they're going back to a different. Uh, much more uh they're going back to a much more era of uh much different era so what's gonna happen is that. You know, it's another whole it's another area of uh Yeah, it's another area of uh of it, of adjustment into the uh for the fans. But I also noticed that the the games are shorter. And they move along a lot quicker pace. And it's a strategy there of, uh, it's definitely a strategy of who they can find, uh, who they can find out, uh, who can have, a, have an effect on the uh, pitch clocks and all that strategy. That's pretty cool. All right, we got Evan Carter here. He's the uh, number one prospect of the uh, Rangers. He's in Double A Frisco Rough Riders. Bats left, throws right. Two thousand and twenty draft uh, pick, fiftieth overall. Scouting grades, he hits a sixty. Uh, Scouting grades are 20 to 80, so he hits at a 60, power's a 50, he runs at a 60, arms a 50, fielding is a 55, overall he's a 55. He didn't get scouted heavily as an amateur because he attended the showcase events and played just three games in Elizabeth, Tennessee High School, and um... Before the pandemic ended, his uh, his senior season. He's a young guy yeah, for sure, and sounds like he's got some developing to do yet. But uh, the Rangers believe he had five. Cool potential made him a surprise second-round pick, sending him away from a Duke commitment for an underslot 1.25 million. He has wowed pro scouts with his ability and polish ever since. Advanced to Double A shortly after a turning 20 last summer, and helped Frisco win the Texas League championship. 2022 Minor League Player of the Year, Carter stands out most for his advanced approach at the plate, where he recognizes pitches and controls the strike zone, well behind his years. He just completes his offensive package with plus speed and the savvy to use it well on the bases. He makes consistent contact with a clean, Left-handed swing and his bass speed and the leverage in his lanky six-feet-four frame should lead to at least the power once he adds some needed strength and pulls pitches more frequently. Yeah, he's a good one. He's minor league player of the year for the Rangers last year. So he might be there. Right now he's gonna be in uh double A, but you could see him in the majors, I would imagine, in uh twenty twenty four. And I can tell you what he's doing right now and currently. Yeah, he's he's doing a he's doing a bang up job in uh with Frisco. And sitting He's hitting eleven thirty-eight OPS. He's got six uh sixteen hits and um absolutely fantastic. So that's what I'm seeing of this guy. And uh he's got eight you know, he's he's got he's got the whole package there, right about that, you know, and So we're going to go on to Owen White next. All right. Owen White. Right-handed pitcher, double A. 2023 is his estimated time of arrival. In uh, Frisco, and twelve and two thirds, he's given up eight hits, zero home runs, six walks, and eight strikeouts. He's got to get his—he's uh, got to get his control under control. But yeah, uh, you know, he's nine and two with a uh, three point five nine ERA. Greg Golgan giving the records. But uh take a look at his bio quick. So what he is tw- he's he's twenty three, like I just said. Six three, one ninety nine, right handed batter, right handed thrower. He's a pitcher, by the way. Um, He's out of North Carolina. He's a North Carolina high schooler. He drew a college football interest as a quarterback before signing with the Rangers above slot $1.5 million as a 2008 second rounder. Tommy John surgery in May 2019, pandemic shutdown. Delayed his pro debut until 20, May 2021. He broke his pitching hand in the first start when he slammed it on the ground after making an error costing him three more months. he's taken off since then winning Arizona Fall League Pitcher of the Year honors in 2021 and establishing himself Texas' best pitching prospect. Got a complete arsenal four pitches that each can grade as at least plus. His fastball sits between ninety-two to ninety-six miles per hour and touches ninety-eight with an arm-side run and carry. His best offering may be a slider that perks that parks at eighty-two to eighty-six and reaches eighty-nine with a combination of horizontal action and two-point death And two-point depth confounds both left-handed hitters and right-handed hitters. He imparts more. Downward break on a 78 to 82 mile per hour curveball and fade on an 82 mile. answer fade on an 86 to 88 mile per hour changeup. Though the latter gets too too firm at times. White was one of the most athletic pitchers in his draft class, and that trait allows him to, re, to repeat an easy delivery and pound the strike zone. He's an intense competitor who nearly big who nearly big league ready despite accruing just 144 innings counting AFL in his five years as a pro. Has ingredients to be a front-line starter if he can remain healthy and well. He missed two months last summer with a tired arm. He did return to strike out all six batters he faced in the Texas League Championship clincher. All right. All right, now we're going to go on to a very tough name Luis Angel Acuna. All right. So. Trying to catch up with his uh arrow there it is. All right. There we go. Took a while for me to get there. Well, he's a uh So his older brother is Ronald, and I for the Braves. And he signed out of uh, his scouting grade so far. Hint of 55 out of 80, power 50 out of 80, run 55 out of 80, arms of 55 out of 80, fielding is a 55 out of 80. It's 5 foot 8, 181 pounds. And he signed in uh, 2018 with Texas. Acuna attacks pitches with an explosive right-handed stroke, and an aggressive approach. He'll draw his share of walks, and doesn't strike out excessively. But he chases and swings misses. Chases and swings and misses too. This uh, is too. He misses too frequently against non-fastballs. Doesn't always make quality contacts. If he can settle down a bit. Drive the ball in the air major league ready, major league race bases. He could be a 270 hitter with 20 or more homers per season. Has solid speed with a savvy on the bases. Kuna, Alcuna has uh, swept 84 bases at 104 attempts. That's really good. During the past two seasons, early in his career, he based some questions about his ability to remain in shortstop, but he has shown that he has solid range. So he can play shorts up or, or a second. Let's go on to Jack later. All right, he's six foot one, two hundred five pounds. He's out of Vandy. Picked in 2021 and the second pick overall in the 2021 drafts. He's estimated time of arrival is uh, 2024. He's a fastball, of 60, curveball of 50, sliders a 60, changeups a 50, and controls a 45, overall 55. And uh, Lighter played with the top Yankees shortstop prospect, Anthony Volpe, at the Dell Barton School, Morristown, New Jersey, and turned down his first-round money from clubs in the uh, 2019 draft to attend Vandy, where he made a spectacular brief debut in the shortened 2020 season before dominating the following year. He no-hit South Carolina and his first Southeastern Conference start. Held Missouri Hitless for seven innings before departing in his second. Tied Kumar Rocker for the NCAA division strikeout lead 179 in 110 innings and pitched the Commodores to the victory of their second straight national title. Number two overall pick in 2021 draft. Lighter signed for the Range Rangers record uh, Seven million dollars nine hundred and twenty-two thousand before scuffling and double lay his pro debut debut going three and ten with a five point five four ERA lighter 20, 93 to ninety-eight mile power fastball plays an elite pitch. Plays an elite pitch with uh So yeah, he uh, he did a hell of a job for him. He must have a hell of an agent, I should say. And what I'm trying to do is get something off my screen. So there we go. All right. He got hit hard at times during his debut due to uh, decreased metrics in command. He threw more strikes and missed most more bats. Decreased metrics and command. He threw more strikes and missed more bats. With an improved slider that added velocity, sitting in mid- mid-80s, topping out at 92 miles per hour in depth. Upper 70s curveball lost a bit of power, and he struggled. All right, I guess that's we're gonna to have to end it right there. Um, but yeah, he's been. Later pitches for the Cubs. There's another letter that pitches for the Cubs too, and I think his name is uh Matt Mark Mark And uh I believe he is the uh he is the uh, son of uh he is the season I believe he's the son of Mark Leiter, Junior. Mark Leiter, senior, I believe. I know his brother I know his uncle's Al Lighter too, so. A lot of letters pitching in the uh coming through the uh Coming through the uh, crack, coming through the organizations, so I just want to say if nobody else has loved you today, I do. <coughs> and I want to thank each and every one of you for listening. If you could give us a uh, five star on the grading skills, and if you uh, and if you get <coughs> sorry, excuse me, With that uh, you know I just want to say too is that if nobody else has told you they love you today, I do. And I say that with a power of love. And just remember, too, is that this is a uh, Todd Godcast. And uh, God bless all of you. Thanks.